Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Well, I'm here. You <laughs> made it. Yeah. So, what's wrong with this picture? Did you do a PM? PM. <laughs> yep. yep. Oops. You know what's crazy, Jeff? I woke up this morning, too, and it was like, cell phone 10% and I'm like what I didn't even charge my phone last night evidently I just went to bed and didn't care guys full moon yeah well we had the parents over yeah yes last night for dinner so I took a nap and I set my alarm for 4 15 p.m and 4 and 4 25 p.m in case I overslept Mm -hmm. which are the exact times (laughs) I set my alarm in In the the morning And so when I opened up my phone last night, I just, you know, dyslexic Jeff looked at the phone real quick and Um. just approved it, made sure my volume was up, plugged it in, rolled over, went to sleep at a good time. That, by the way, was the best night's sleep ever because I got that extra hour. (laughs) I woke up feeling so refreshed. Oh, I bet you did. And I'm (laughs) thinking, wow. Great. I've just, I've been getting the best quality sleep lately. And I looked at the phone. I'm like, 523. Oh, my God. Jumped Uh-oh. out of bed. It was yeah. funny because the same time that Jeff is texting me, hey, I'm running late. I'll be there by blah, blah, blah. Jen is calling my phone. <laughs> I'm locked out of the building. Can you come I and have get no me? idea what my key card is. Oh, and then Tim has stopped to get gas. I'm like, what is going on with you people? But now I get it. Full moon alert. Full moon alert. So... Yeah, I uh, threw some clothes on and, uh, you know, did my usual routine, but just abbreviated everything. And and I still got here before Tim. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I get up at 527 just for future reference. 527. Feet on the ground, 527. That's so funny. So now I know it can be done. done. Yeah. If I really need that. If you have to hustle, you can do it. Uh, That's true, though. Like, I do so much dawdling in the morning. Yeah. Anyway. I do not. You have, like, a routine and you want to. I don't oh, either. God, there is zero dawdling. It is Dang. out of the bed and f- just shot out of a cannon. Jen is like full of panic attack in the morning. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> no. It isn't. But uh, we got a lot to get you caught up on this morning. So how does Nick Cannon's family remember all of his kids' names? We'll have the story coming up. Also, what foods do famous chefs refuse to eat? And what types of women will the Golden Bachelor get to choose from? <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. 
both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour of Z News with Nick Cannon and all of his kids. <laughs> this is this is funny. He's got a lot of them, and he had them all very, very quickly. So how does his family keep track of which kid belongs to who and what all their names are? So Nick's brother, Gabriel Cannon, from Claim to Fame, says that he hasn't met all of the kids yet. He admits that he couldn't name all of his nephews and nieces, so he just Googles their names hmm. since they're all on the Internet. Great. That's how he keeps track. He That's what I would do. Even, even Nick, though, has been known to forget a name or two. He forgot one name in the middle of an interview earlier this year. So that's kind of funny. Is Bound it, to happen. Is, it, is that funny? Because I don't think so. Uh, funny in a sad kind of wow kind of way. That being said, um, my grandma had eight children, and she very much would call them each other's names often. Okay, how did she keep track of all the grandkids? Because yeah. how many grandkids? Oh, that, like 30, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I know a mom more. who did the same thing. Yeah. And and strangely, she did not pass away from Alzheimer's. No. She was just... She, well, that having that kept her sharp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm I don't just, know. I'm surprised more people don't do that. Yeah. Especially if you got more than, you know, three or four kids. Yeah. Big families fascinate me because mine is so tiny. Mm-hmm. I mean, I barely have any cousins. You know, it's, and, and they I never still see them. Your name. I know, and they still they still called me by the but dog. They still name. spelled it wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Mike and Livy on the Waltons never screwed up a name, not once. That's because nope. they not got in, multiple takes at it. <laughs> not in any of the episodes on the yep. Waltons. I remember visiting my great grandfather who died when he was one hundred, <clears throat> and we were in his room at his home where he lived, and. He, He was going through all the grandkids, Dorothy, Rita, Ruth, and he trying to figure out my mom's name. He goes, Uh well, who the hell are you then? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's Fran. Oh, yeah, Fran. How's how's Timothy and William doing? He knew. Yeah. He just had to get there. That's why my grandpa called all everyone sis. Like, it didn't matter. He was like, hey, sis, or Chief. Yeah, yeah, like if you were a girl, you were sis. Hey, sis. Or if you were a boy, you were your bud. Hey, bud. There you go. He didn't have to remember anything. That's perfect. Uh. Yeah. My Nana Parker was my stepdad's mom, and they were a big Irish Catholic family. She had seven kids. So imagine all the grandkids. She didn't mm-hmm. know anyone's name. Yeah. She screwed it up all the time. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> but, you know, that was just, that's how it was. They were used to it. Yeah. That's just how it is. I know who I am. That's all that matters. Right. Yeah, take a quick <laughs> break. We got a bunch of other stuff. The, sh- the foods that chefs, some, some of these surprise me. Because some of these just seem like so basic. Like, how do you go through life without using that food? You know, or what's it like when you're forced to cook with a food that you don't like? The foods famous chefs refuse to eat. Coming up next. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. There are picky eaters, and then there are people who will eat just about anything, regardless of how weird the combination is you're putting in front of them. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but, you know, everyone's a little picky, even chefs. So someone put together a list of celebrity chefs and the foods they've gone on the record as saying that they will not eat. Okay. I always think about this, though, Jeff, when I watch shows like Chopped or Cutthroat Kitchen, because I love all of those Food Network shows. Yeah. And I think, like, what if they don't like really spicy food and all of a sudden someone brings them, like, this super spicy Thai dish that they still have to eat and judge? Right. They got to have stuff they don't like. Yeah, I've always thought that. Like, like what do they okay, do? Okay, this isn't really my palate, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate it for what it is, even though it's not for me. But no, the, they're saying they don't, they flat out do not like these. Okay. And some of them are basic, like Guy Fieri does not like eggs. I don't like Nobody eggs. Nobody has been able to find a way to cook eggs. There's a thousand ways you can There's prepare a eggs. Yeah, I know. I you know. mean not even covered in cheese? Right. <laughs> you know, fried, scrambled, poached. Yeah. Mixed in with a salad. I don't know. Hard-boiled. You don't, boiled, you don't like eggs boiled. at all, Tim? I will eat a hard-boiled egg. I will eat an omelet from time to time. What about a deviled egg? I will eat a deviled Ugh. egg. <laughs> but in general, I'm not a big fan of eggs. They don't really like me. Yeah, that's mm. usually people's beef with eggs. But I understand that they're like an important tool in cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. I could eat eggs three meals a day every day. I could, too. I love them. In every way. There's not a way. I don't. What is it when they're all when the yolk is still intact and it's gooey and runny and gross and you take your toast and dip over it in easy. it? Is that what that's over called? Easy, when over easy, over medium. Ew, that is so disgusting. Oh God! Yeah, I used to. I used to eat hard boiled eggs, and then my nutritionist said, you know, if you want to get the most nutrition out of that egg, she said, try medium boiling it. If if you're okay with that, I'm like, yeah, I'm totally okay with it, and I I, I like it a lot better. So you do it the same way, you just don't boil them as long? Right. And I have an egg cooker, so I can set it to that exact setting. You can have soft-boiled, you can poach them. Is it dangerous to eat the egg like that? Like, you know, that it's uncooked all the way? Raw or undercooked is the term they use on the packaging. And I've been doing it for my entire life, and I've never, it hasn't made me sick yet. It's not any different than getting a dip egg at first watch. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Guy Fieri doesn't like eggs. How does a guy like that live for as long as he has in the business that he's in without, I mean, I'm sure he works with eggs, but yeah. Yeah. What are those, uh, what's that place you like that you go for burgers, that sit down restaurant that's got the eggs on the burgers? No. Red Robin. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good. Yeah, those are good. Bob Evans has a great cheeseburger. I know. That's why I thought he was talking about Bob Evans. I don't know. Bob Evans would probably put an egg on it if you asked. See, him. I, bet I bet they would. They do. They, I bet they, they would. Don't they have like a farmhouse burger that has an egg on it? Oh, they might. They probably do. I think they, they might. They do. Down. down at the farm. Down yes, on the farm. Down on the farm. Exactly. We went to uh, Northside Yacht Club for dinner last night, and Chris had pulled pork sandwich, and it had a an egg on top. Mm. I've never really seen it on Ooh, pulled pork before, me huh. but he said it was good. Okay, some others kind of make sense. Like Gordon Ramsay says he cannot get behind pineapple pizza. I agree with him. It's too sweet Even for with me. ham ham and pineapple, oh, Hawaiian? I, I haven't it. had it in a long time. Fun Robbie introduced me to that, and I do love that. I, I can appreciate too. it, yeah. but I don't like it. Gotcha. Uh, Ina Garten will not cook with canned beets, and she doesn't like canned tomatoes. I get that, too, because in some of those, you get like a metallic taste. Yeah, that that's not like. good. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a national sub shop chain that when they 
If they make you a sub with tomatoes, I can always taste something metallic in those tomatoes. Really? They look like they're sliced fresh. I don't know if it's that they arrive at the store in cans Mm -hmm. or if it's the little trays that they're sitting in. Sure. But I, you can taste there's it. something about this one particular place, and it's the only national sub shop chain that I will not mention that does it has it a has weird metallic issue. taste to their tomatoes. And it doesn't matter what location I go to. Wow. Uh, Bobby Flay struggles to swallow stinky durian fruit. Yeah, I get that. It's a lot of people are put off by that. It's more of like a Southeast Asia kind of. Yeah, it doesn't smell appealing. Also, that's not really something that everyone's buying on the regular. No, that's very Bobby Flay of him, by Uh the way. That's how he is. But a lot of people, like, they will say that it doesn't taste nearly as bad as it smells. Yeah. Rachel Ray is creeped out by shelf-stable mayonnaise. Oh, the stuff that doesn't require refrigeration? Oh, Maybe that like when you mayonnaise. buy it, it's not refrigerated. She doesn't want to eat it like that. She's got to have it in the fridge for a while. Well, shelf, shelf, no, shelf, shelf stable. stable means it doesn't need to be refrigerated, correct? Well, yes. it probably means just, yeah, the stuff you buy at the grocery store. So, she probably wants, to make wants homemade. Own. Yeah. Mm, like out it. of eggs and oil. I right? see. Mm-hmm. Well, Guy Fieri won't like that. No, he won't. No. I wonder how he feels about mayo. Yeah, right? Some people don't do that. So are there mayonnaise brands that don't need to be refrigerated? I haven't come across any. Not sure. That I'm aware of. Wolfgang Puck would rather do without Japanese Wagyu beef. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of with him. It's too rich for my stomach. I don't even know if I've ever even had it. Uh, Giada De Laurentiis is not into green bell peppers and will not include them in her recipes. Uh, Aaron Sanchez also is not a fan of green peppers, but he's okay with the red and yellow ones, but says green ones don't taste like much of anything. You have to say Aron. Aren't they all the same? Aron Sanchez. Aron Sanchez, that's how he calls them. That's what he... Aron. Aron. Aron Sanchez. Okay. Aren't they all the same? Don't they just stay on the the vine longer to change color? You know, fun fact, people think that, Tim. I don't have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) You had me going. I was sitting here buying it. I, I really do think that, though. I know. I only know the names of all these shelves, chefs because of my extensive time watching Chopped. Julia Child dislikes certain types of greens, including iceberg, lettuce, cilantro, and arugula. I get arugula because I don't have a problem with the taste of arugula. I just don't like the stemmy texture. Yeah, it kind of feels like you're eating weeds. Yeah, do you remember during COVID we had some weird uh, iceberg lettuce or romaine lettuce shortage? And And arugula was having its day. It really was. Or all these like really stemmy microgreens and it was just. All right, so here's the info. Red peppers, yellow peppers, orange peppers are varied ripened green peppers. Well, maybe Got that's it. also why the flavor changes, too. Like, if it's not very... See, I am like, what's her name, Giada? I feel like the green peppers taste kind of earthy to me, but I love the yellow, the orange, and the... Giada would never know. Yeah. She doesn't sweeter. eat anything. I they like are, the yellow they and are sweeter, orange better. Like, yeah. in the yeah. red. That's because they're ripe. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why they taste better. <laughs> what do you know? Sanjeev Kapoor said that airlines need to wake up about the food they're serving. Yeah, I would agree. And Gordon Ramsay said there's no way he'd eat it because he worked for airlines for 10 years. So he knows where this food's been, where it goes, and how long it took before it got on board. Mm-hmm, I believe mm-hmm. every word of that. I do, too. 
Uh, Curtis Stone is not a fan of marshmallows. Carla Hall doesn't like how everyone adds bacon and truffles to everything. You know, I would agree with her on that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like sometimes it's just so salty when you put all that noise in it. If I get a sa- like a if I get a salad that comes automatically with bacon, a lot of the time I'll just cut it because it's never like the high quality good bacon. It's usually really grisly or fatty. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Bourdain. Now this is a guy who liked everything. Yeah, there was very he did. little you he could put in very, front of him. He would, would go for because he'd eat bugs or anything, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, he didn't like Johnny Rockets. <laughs> oh, that's Why? funny. Yeah, uh, that's know. random. You know, it's really. It's been so long since I've, I couldn't even tell you if it's good or not. I couldn't even tell you where there is one. I was going to tell you yeah. that um, there's one at the Cancun airport. And that's always our favorite thing to eat, like when you come back, because you haven't had like a real good, greasy American right. style cheeseburger yeah. in a while. And the line at Johnny Rockets is always like wrapped around the airport because it's that's just funny. all these American people wanting like. You know, a greasy fashion American hamburger. I think yeah. a lot of people agree with him, though, because all of them have been closing. So. Yeah. yeah. I like, remember when they like first started opening, right when I went to the first one at Newport on the levee that I ever visited, I, I just love the nostalgia of it. Yeah. Oh, this place is fun. Yeah, that's it's kind of neat. Tom and Chi now. Yeah. Huh. Speaking of beef, since we're talking American foods, you know, think of all the beef that the U.S. puts out every year to the world, you know. A lot. New study shows that around 12% of Americans are eating half the country's beef. Wow. And they also say that men between the ages of 50 and 65 are most likely to be eating beef. That sounds about right, don't you think? Where's the beef? <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> but, I mean, that just goes to show how much, if we're, if, only, if 12% of Americans are consuming half of, half of the nation's beef, they're, they're eating a lot of beef. Which I used to, but I don't. I eat Do you less not eat of, as much red meat as you used to? No. No. Hardly ever. Yeah. It I wasn't a conscious choice. It was just more, I'm just eating more of other stuff, but it wasn't like I. You're backing away from the beef. Yeah, I still love a good steak. Yeah, but it's, I was going to say, it's not just steak, though. I mean, think about burgers and tacos and all that enchiladas. We had tacos the other night and it was pork and chicken. Yeah, we do turkey. I haven't even visited this place yet. Swinson's. Oh, Swinson's. Not yeah, yet. Us either. It's on the list. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Anywho, let's talk about The Golden Bachelor. This show looks like it's going to be really interesting now that they have revealed the cast of women that he is going to get to choose from. Now, remember, he is 71. I was just going to ask, what makes this bachelor golden? He's 71. He's good. Okay. He's no, I will tell you. 70. I yes. looked at the photos this morning. If I had to guess, I'd say mm, he looks like he's about 50. He, he's, yep, he looks pretty good. His name is Jerry Turner. And the women, you know, we had talked about, we talked about it. Might have been while you were gone. Is this all new information to you, Jeff? When, it might have been when you were gone, when they announced that this show was happening. And we talked about, you know, what kind of women are they going to have for him to choose from? Are they going to throw in a bunch of, you know, 35, 40 year old women? Or is he going to be dating women? Close to his age. Well, now we know. They're all at least 60 years old. And they are not your typical small town widows, divorcees, and silver singles. The casting directors, they dug up some 
good looking, in shape. Some pulled a little tight, but all of them have been taking good care of themselves. Women over 60. Wow. So they are professional seasoned women who have a TV ready real estate agent vibe to them. I think that's a good way to describe them. Yeah. There actually are a couple of real estate agents, a few health and wellness types, five women who worked in education, including teachers, multiple businesswomen, a designer, a former Chicago Honey Bears cheerleader, a pro-aging coach, and a therapist. Hmm. Oh. Only about half of them are retired, and they all play pickleball. All right. So funny. And there's even How a... How many pickleball dates are there going to be? There's going to be a bunch. There's even a Bachelor alum, sort of. One of the former real estate agents is Patty James. Now, Patty is 70 years old, and her son is Matt James, a former bachelor. Oh. So she, of course, she appeared on his season a couple of years ago, so fans may recognize her. Oh, that's Bachelor Matt James. Of course, it's too early to predict who will win the tournament of Mature Love. Do you remember Matt? Yes, I do. He's so cute. He was kind of nerdy. Yeah. Super cute. Was he was the first black bachelor? So, yeah. Wasn't he? Oh, he's so darling. What's his mom's story? Is she a widow? His mom is the one I think I picked. Yes, you're right. I picked the one up front with the with the big ones. That's a different that's a different mom. His mom is the one that's really, really skinny that looks like she possibly could have used to be on um, Young and Restless. Okay. So what's her story? (laughs) She widowed? I don't know. I, I didn't even click on her, but oh my gosh, yes, that's so funny. That is funny. She, I kind of can you kind of see her down here in the corner? Yeah, I didn't click on it, but yeah, yeah. There she's you go. She's really tall, thin, has shorter hair. She's yeah. like seventy. She's she the only great. one with the grayish hair. Yeah. So when they did the family visit, you don't remember if there was a dad involved or no? I don't. Or if they know. were maybe deployed. I didn't really story watch is. his season. Yeah. I kind of have fallen off, and maybe now I'll fall back on that. Yeah. Old yeah. Because this season was a really big deal. Remember yeah. what a big deal they made out of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So it's going to premiere on September twenty eighth, and it's going to air on Thursdays on ABC. Huh. What do you know? All at least 60, huh? Yeah, minimum. And they, they are stunning. I'll I mean, the they're beautiful women. On the uh, Q102 Facebook page, so you can check them out. Huh. So Ariana Grande surprised fans at a beauty pop-up store in New York City by literally popping up from the counter. I saw you guys in line all morning. Listen, as the, as the mail worker welcomes them and then... Ariana pops up to help. We saw you guys in line all morning. Thank you so much. Welcome to Christ here. Oh my God. What can we get you guys? Oh my God. Yeah, it's pretty. It was pretty cool. There were curtains in place, so others outside in the line couldn't see what was happening inside. It'd be oh. so funny. Could you imagine if she went through all of that and they had no idea who she was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw Jennifer Aniston's been doing that, too, with her Lola V hair care line, which is at Ulta, where she'll just, like, go into Ulta, and she'll walk up to the counter buying all of her own stuff, and the, the salespeople behind the counter are like, oh, my God. Like, did they realize that it's her, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's funny. I, I would probably recognize her, but I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, God, you're that you're the famous singer, which, uh, are you the <laughs> one on The Voice? <laughs> oh, God. She used to be. So funny. Yeah. Camilla Cabello. <laughs> Don't make that mistake. Yeah, no kidding.
Anything else? Uh, no, I think we're good for now. All right, we'll leave it there then. That's your latest E! News. More for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can get us the real headline, we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to Lego Brictionary at the Cincinnati Museum Center. But first, check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, Shelly. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Excellent. Now I've been trying for a long time, so this is great. Oh, yay. So glad you made it. <laughs> What's the name of the yes. game, Jen? The game is Faker for Real. And how does that work? I have three headlines here. Two fake, one real. You pick the real one and you win. Yay. Yay. I know. Pretty simple. You're going to go play with Legos. I love it. And see a giant Lego orca. Perfect. You don't see that every day. You do not. And that says something. <laughs> so here you go. Which one of the headlines is real? Is it A? Man's ex-wife attacks him with wine bottle at their kid's birthday party. Is it B? A guy attacked his ex for making fun of his small junk. Or C, woman attacks X with pickleball paddle for stealing all of her underwear. I'm going to go with A. Nope. 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 Not the wine bottle. Oh, B? It is B. It is the small (laughs) junk situation. Yeah, yeah. The irony here is now everyone knows. A 30-year-old guy named Rashad McGriff got arrested in Vero Beach, Florida on Tuesday after attacking his girlfriend, for making fun of his tiny junk. She is 42, so 12 years older than him. They have three kids together, so... It works. As tiny as it is, it works. <laughs> but you know it must be true because he got so mad about it. He got so mad. I mean, if you're... Yes, if, you, if, if that's not your situation, you laugh when somebody says yeah. that to you. Well... I guess she sued him multiple times for not paying child support. And it sounds like she intentionally tried to wind him up on Monday by texting him a photo of another guy's junk. (laughs) (laughs) And telling him his was much smaller. (laughs) Instead of texting her back, though, she says he showed up at her house around midnight and attacked her. Oh, that's not good. Uh, She had a pretty bad bloody nose when the cops got there. She told him he grabbed her by the neck and punched her in the face, that so that's good. not good. No, no, he was already gone by then, but they tracked him down, so he is facing battery and burglary charges, hmm. and now everyone knows. Everybody knows the truth. Yes. All right, 15 after 7 with Jeff and Jen on a classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around. Jillian is here. She- well, she's not here. She's on the phone, but she needs a second date update, and we're going to try to help her out. Hello, Jillian. Hello. Good morning. Morning. Thank good morning. You for taking my call. Huh? Thank you for taking my call. Oh, happy to do it. So, <laughs> take us to the beginning. How did you meet Lucas, and how the first date go, and then we'll go from there. Okay. So, Lucas and I met on Bumble. I know it. 
sounds cliche, but I've just been having such a hard time finding anybody I'm interested in. And then it seems like when I am, they're not interested in me. And so I just gave a shot calling you today or having you help me rather today because I don't know what to do. All right. Well, you met him on Bumble and I assume you chatted back and forth before making a date. Yeah, he was funny. He was, you know, just seemed pretty lively. So we met for drinks and we had a really, really good time. Maybe it wasn't the best choice for a first date in hindsight because we may have had a few too many, but we were just having a good time. And uh, he seemed really interested in me. And I know I had a good time and really liked our time together. Um so I'm kind of uh, stymied, if you will, why he hasn't reached back out. Well, how'd the date end? <laughs> well, we had a really good time. Let me just say that. I don't want to. The date ended at my place. Yeah. It uh... did. It did. We had a really good time. And um, I don't know. I'm trying to read into it. Maybe I went too far, too fast, and that was a turnoff. I don't know. He seemed to really enjoy himself. And and then the next morning, he had to help a friend or something, and he just took off. But he kissed me when he left, and he said he would call me, and it felt genuine. Hmm. So it didn't seem like a dart for the door kind of thing. Yeah. Um, hmm. But then I haven't heard from him. I'll call hmm. you. Gave you a kiss. All right, I'll call you. Did he, Was he looking at you in the eye when he said that, or was he, like, looking the he other was. way? Like, I believed him in that moment, you know? So I don't I don't know what could have gone wrong. Okay. Hmm. Anything else you think that's pertinent? Um, no. I mean, I texted him and just kept it light, but he never wrote back, so... Okay. I decided to just give it up, but then it, it just kept bothering me. So I was like, let me just try this one last ditch effort. Hey, you got nothing to lose. That's right. Right? Yeah. Let's see what well, we can make happen around here. Yeah, did I say we had some serious chemistry going on? So, I mean, you know, that, like I said, it's kind of rare for me to have a guy I'm interested in that seemingly was interested too. So, yeah. Hey, that's something. Felt a little too special to just give up this evening. Well, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Lucas, try to get the story from him, and maybe organize a second date. As second date update continues next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Jillian had a great date with Lucas. They met on Bumble, you know, like a lot of people do online. It's not that unusual. She says, Oh, it's just so cliche. It's okay. People meet on dating apps. It's the way of the world in 2020. That's how you do it. I mean, if any of you ended up single, that's the first thing you would do, isn't it? Sign oh, up on a dating Lord. app? <laughs> I don't know. I think I might just be single after listening to Second Date Update. Yeah. All of us are like, I don't even know if I would ever date again, you know, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't sound so bad. Not at all. <laughs> that being said, we would love for you to start dating. I'm sure you would. <laughs> like, I don't bring you enough entertainment with my life as it is. I mean, I'm just thinking of all of the show content. <laughs> be a lot of show content there, Yeah, there for were. Sure. Uh, Lucas was funny. He seemed interested in her. They may have had too many drinks. 
Maybe a drinking date is not a great idea for a first date, but it led to her place. And she said they had great chemistry there as well. So when Lucas left, he gave her a kiss, said, I'll call you, and never did. She sent a few playful, light texts, but he never responded to any of them. And here we are. Jillian, do you feel that was accurate? My little recap there. Yes, I do. You ready to call Lucas? Yes. Let's do it. Hello? Hi, Lucas? Yes. Hi, Lucas. It's Jeff and Jen. Oh, no. You guys can't be calling me about second date update, can you? Just once, I want to get my foot in the door before they're on to us. We don't get away with anything around here. Maybe we oh. should just stop doing this bit for a while. You think so? Should we give it a break? Maybe just give it a rest. Do people t- forget about it? People let their defenses go down. <laughs> no, Liz, I promise. We just got a few questions for you, Lucas, if you don't mind. I'm not going to lie, though. This is rough. Well, but I think some of the fellas might be on board with me on this one. You think the fellas would be on board with you? Okay. Lay it on us. We're listening. Okay. So I thought things were going pretty good. We met on Bumble. I mean, I mean, I I thought she was really attractive, very well built in all the right places, if you know what I mean. Very well built in all the right places. Did I hear you correctly? That's quite a compliment. Okay. That Yes. Incredibly attractive, beautiful woman. Okay. I wanted to spend time with her, so after a couple of drinks, we went back to her place, and things were not disappointing. It was a very good time, and I was planning on calling her again, but then something happened that made me think again. Something something happened what again? Something happened that made me uh, question the future. Yeah, think again. Okay. What was that? So when I was leaving, I was saying goodbye, and I noticed a sign in her kitchen that said T.T.'s Kitchen. T.T.'s? Yes. And so I asked her who T.T. was, and she said that that's what all of her friends call her. And, I mean, it's stuck in my head for some reason. So I have a friend who's a bit of a perv, and he's always showing me pics of OnlyFans. And one of his favorite pages is called T.T.'s and So you see where this is going now? So she has an OnlyFans page? Yeah. Because here's the thing. T.T. never shows her face. Just her and itty bitty. And her itty bitty. So the name of the only, because you're a little muffled, kind of hard to hear. So I just want to make sure we've got this clear. The name of her OnlyFans page is T.T.'s Oh, I thought he said, oh, okay. I thought he said kitties and talking about the oh, downstairs yeah. kitty. I thought Unless I she's on the itty bitty committee. She oh. might be. So it, let's get some clarity here. She are might her be. the itty bitties or are her itty bitties her nether regions? Her itty bitties are her nether regions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, and so you think that's her? Oh, oh no, I know it's her. I mean, in, in in it, she never shows her face. But honestly, I would recognize her body anywhere. Hey. And it's totally her. And, and what does she do in the videos? Is she, like, cooking up dinner or something or <laughs> making a stroganoff in T.T.'s kitchen? 
Stroganoff. Stroganoff. Tim just cracked himself up. From what I understand, if you can imagine it, she's probably done it. Whoa. So there's there's a lot going on there. Um, and she does cook in her kitchen also. And, you know, I I I had a fantastic time with her. I think she's a wonderful person, but I just can't take someone who has an OnlyFans page to meet my mom, you know? Well, your yeah. mom's not going to know she's got an OnlyFans page. I hope My not. mom would never know. My mom probably doesn't even know what OnlyFans yeah. is. Exactly. To tell you, the truth. you could totally get away with this. Yeah, but dude. people make a lot of money on that, dude. She could be like a multi gajillionaire. You don't yeah. even know. Yeah, is it a super nice kitchen? <laughs> kitchen was okay. You know, I mean, it, I thought it was nice. Yeah. I mean, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know that my family would accept that. And I don't know that it's necessarily something that I want as part of my life. Um, All right. Well, so that's the that's the gist of it. That's the gist of it. Yeah. Okay, let's talk to Jillian. Jillian. Well, I make a lot of money. I've been doing it for a while. I'm pretty dang good at it. So, if he has a problem with me being self-supporting and entrepreneurial, um. You know, I guess that's going to have to be his problem. Do you talk on these videos? I do. I keep them kind of short, though. They're mostly um, in the style of, like, penthouse or something, where it's more just visual. Um, Yeah, and uh, he should be so lucky to be the one to actually touch and be with me. Thousands of guys would kill for that. Like, that... They say is their fantasy. So thousands of guys. I mean, she's got a yeah. lot of followers. Are you top one percent? I. How do you know? Do you know? <laughs> I've dabbled. <laughs> I have a friend that really has a unique feature about her bosom area. Yes, and she has been wanting to, like, for real, do this. Start a page. Well, we, we've talked about you having your own only but not page. in a serious way. But I, but I, you know, I, you could make a buck or two with what you got going on. That big idea. Big idea. <laughs> you should do it. It's super fun, and it gives you a boost. So, I mean, these words hurt, but I also, like, have a lot of pride in that I have a lot to offer someone and not just my body. Now, does your family know that you do this? Um, My sister does, but nobody else does. Nobody else. So where do they think all the money's coming from? You know, my secretarial job that I've had for quite some time. <laughs> okay. I've risen in the ranks. Okay. She has a really generous boss. Yeah. Or you don't spend, you know, you don't spend a ton of it. Or you know, you're, you're not exactly. flashy. Very you're very flashy. putting it in your 401k. Right. There you go. Or whatever. <laughs> All right. That's true <laughs> well, glad you have a creative outlet. And, hey, it is what it is. We appreciate Lucas's honesty. It's not for everyone. We get that. Mm-hmm. And Jillian, rock on. Thank you. It's my new phrase Love now, it. you know, for misunderstood people. I'm just going right. to start rock saying on. rock on. Do your thing. You be you. <laughs> yeah. Live free. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> why are you giggling? Because <laughs> you said the... rock on. Oh, I don't know why. <laughs> Stroking off? Yeah, it's all the reasons. <laughs> Best of luck to you two. Thank you so much for coming on Second Date Update. Really enjoy talking to you both. Yeah, take care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay.
If you need a little help with a second date update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. Coming up, a lot of your coworkers are bored out of their minds. And beer goggles are a myth. News that didn't make the news is coming up next. I'm 32 years old. I don't have any kids, but I'm already kind of like a fun dad. I don't know if you can get that vibe from me. Just that dorky dad at a barbecue, just like, hello. Ooh, Fresca. That guy. Singing hip-hop wrong to children. Just like, I say, you can have whatever you need. Fun dad. Like I don't have kids, but if I did, I'd be the kind of dad that'd be having a sleepover. I'd keep busting in, embarrassing him with a tray of food. Like, tuna melts, dad style. <laughs> if you like it, then you should have put some cheese on it. If you... Get out of here, dad! Those aren't the words! You promised you wouldn't come up! I like being a fun dad. I like being a magical fun dad. On a kid's birthday, I'll put $20 in my hand and give it to him in a handshake. Magic fun dad. On a fishing trip, I'll let a kid try beer. Not even my kid, just like, I'd rather you do it with me. That's Pete Holmes, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Uh, why you, sh- you ought to be eating burgers upside down. Why, Jeff? Why? We're going to tell you why. <laughs> and beer goggles are a myth. It is Thursday, the last day of August, 2023. We're Jeff and Janet. Here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, uh, there's a lot of hype when you're younger about starting an exciting career. But in reality, most workers in America are bored out of their minds. (laughs) A new study found, I wouldn't say most Americans, no, but I would say a lot. well a lot. 46% of Americans, it's almost half, say they are bored at work for at least 3 days out of the work week. Now I wonder it I'm as when I hear that, when I hear them bored at work, I don't get the sense that it's from not having stuff to do. It's more like I'm not enjoying what I'm doing. This isn't yeah, intellectually like stimulating <laughs> to me. Right. I, I I have no passion for this. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is it doesn't feel meaningful. I don't feel like I'm living a life of purpose with this job. Yeah, and there may be some fun parts of the job you enjoy and other parts. I mean, a lot of jobs, I've heard people say, you know, you ask the old timers. Like, you talk to people like my grandfather who work, worked, like did manual labor. He was amazing. He was a bricklayer. But he was also, as as hard as that was, he was also very proud of the work that he did because Mm -hmm. he said, you know, this is going to last forever. Even though it doesn't last forever. But, yeah, you got a long time. Yeah. Uh, he says, that's something I can drive by every day and I can be proud of. Mm-hmm. I could see being bored, though, if you, like like a job like that, if it's the same movement over and over and over again, even though it is, you know, like a big physical job, I could see being bored while doing that. It's like when you're cleaning the house and you're like, ugh. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, my... Here in the business, I mean, we do we, we do a lot of pre-recorded stuff, and sometimes that involves editing. Mm-hmm. And editing for me is like working on a term paper, but when it's done and it comes out great, 
Mm-hmm. That's the highlight of my day. Yeah. But 90% of the people who are bored and who have college degrees say they did not see this coming back in school. They didn't see they the wouldn't have predicted that they, yeah, they thought. I had, I had, we had our radio station and at my university and one of the professors that taught radio TV film, mostly radio, had a long career in radio prior yeah. to becoming a professor and he still was on the air part time. Okay. <laughs> he told me, he says, yeah, there's radio thing for you. It's not going to last. You're going to be bored. <laughs> he told me that. He says, you're good, but you're going to be bored. You know what? There is some truth to that. Like, because there's four of us in here, we have fun conversations mm-hmm. and we can have chit chat. There's someone to talk to when the bad songs are playing. Mm-hmm. But if it's just a single DJ shift, which yeah. I've done, that was what I did before I joined you guys. I did it for one year and it was fun. I worked with nice people, but I was bored out of my yeah. mind. Well, it was funny because after we did mornings for you know a year and a half and we got canned and we were unemployed and we both went to Chicago and pulled a solo shift. Yeah. And I was bored after about two hours. I'm like, isn't anybody going to come in here and talk to me? <laughs> Where are my friends? <laughs> I'm so like, funny. I wasn't bored at all. Uh, of course. <laughs> uh, well, it's just, it, I think it's different in afternoons and I found this to be the case. I, I did afternoons for eight years at the same station that. Jen did so for me there was just something about the drive home that was busier there was more going on I had a traffic guy in a in an airplane that I could banter back and forth with I had listeners I often had someone in the studio working the phones yeah so it was a little more engaging for me a little more active Mm -hmm. yeah there was good forward momentum and you know I liked most of the music we were playing so that helped yeah Somebody asked me, I think the, I was having lunch with the boss, and she asked me recently, she said, are you having fun? Mm-hmm. I said, from 6 to 10, I am. <laughs> <laughs> that part's great. After that, nah. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good, though. Don't you sometimes get, I feel like, even though we're here with each other and we're having a good time, sometimes I feel like. It like if 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 the same e news story is happening over and over again, I get bored with that topic. Like, there's only so many times we could talk about the Kardashian doing whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes I'm just like, oh my gosh, I wish something else would happen. Right. Seventy-one percent of people, however, say they're happy with their current role, but just thirty-five percent of people say they enjoy their work. Again, let's go back to the old timers. I remember the attitudes of a lot of my friends' parents and grandparents was that who who said work was supposed to be fun? It's, <laughs> it's a means to an end. Like when you, you love what you do, there's a clip. There's no so you're not that's not work. But back in the day, like people didn't really have that luxury. There yeah. weren't there weren't as many options. There's a scene in that seventies show where Eric goes and gets a job and he comes home and he complains to his dad and he's like, Eric it's called work. Right. Because it's work. It's not called super happy fun time. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that always was true made me for laugh. a lot of people, especially yeah. for folks who didn't have a lot of options. Yeah. Uh, and the main problem seems to be jobs that become monotonous. Monotonous. Mm-hmm. 71% of workers who have been in the same role for two years say that their job, it just feels too routine. And that's a problem because 
most Americans, they want to like their jobs. Sure. And they think they're going, a lot of them think they're going to when they're going into it. Right. So I have a Jacob story when it comes to jobs. Yeah. So we haven't, we haven't talked about this, what I did last week, where I went, what happened while I was gone. And it's a very long, detailed story. So I'm just going to give you the short version. I took Jacob to California to work with these amazing professionals who teach non-speaking people how to communicate through spelling out all of their thoughts and feelings one letter at a time. So my like son... With, uh, with like an iPad or something? It's, an iP- it's a standard iPad and keyboard with a ProLoQuo for text app. And Jacob has been working toward being able to tell us all of his thoughts and feelings and wants and needs through doing this for several years now. So it's huge. He has been primed for this. So we take him out to California. And, and my son, for those that don't know, he has autism diagnosed at three and a half. He was nonverbal until he was six. Ever since he was six, he does speak, but his speech is unreliable, which means we have, there's, he can't ask, answer any how or why questions and all of his other answers. We're not sure if they're real or if he's just, th- these are just the, yes, just words that are coming out of his mouth. So <clears throat> we get out to California and within 10 minutes of sitting down with Julie, this professional who has worked with hundreds of individuals, within 10 minutes, he is spelling out answers to questions that you would never guess by looking at him, talking to him, being around him, that he would be able to answer. This is so exciting, though. It's, I mean, it's, it's huge. mind-blowing. I mean, my world has been... <laughs> I, I just... I'm still trying to find the words to explain everything that has been going on with him because it's just been... So it's been what we've worked for his entire life. So he is completely cognizant he is competent he is really quite brilliant the first question that he answered he was there with our his friend andrew who is very similar to him same age and the first one of the questions that julie asked because there's a disconnect between the mind and body the body doesn't do what the mind wants it to do and that's why he's unable to communicate the thoughts are there but he can't get his mouth to say the words can't get his body to do the things that he wants his body to do so Julie, the pro, asks Andrew, his friend, what does the mind-body disconnect feel like? Andrew types, it feels like an insane circus. These words never would have come out of Andrew's mouth. Mm -hmm. Not in a million years. So she turns to Jacob and she says, what do you think about Andrew's answer? And Jacob types, great analogy. Yeah. Analogy? Analogy. He typed... Those words, Those words, one letter at a time. One letter at a time, using his index finger on his left hand. And it took several minutes to get those two words, but he got it, and we were off and running. Yeah, but analogy, just that Oh, my word. God. Mm-hmm. You want to know another time? I mean, I never, I hardly, I, I don't even like saying that word. I'm like, <laughs> I know. You know? Oh, and there was, and, and then she was talking about something else, and she was like, okay, it's getting kind of late. Do you guys want to do another lesson, or do you want to call it tonight? And he's, he writes, begin the freaking lesson. Freaking? <laughs> oh, he was dropping. Was he, he cussing? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. He was cussing. You know, the, the, she's. Where does he get that from? I don't know. Jen's he's been coming in mouth. here too much yeah. and around you people. <laughs> Uh, it might be us. <laughs> but I mean, it was like, 
like that's awesome mind blowing so hold on what yeah. exactly were you thinking when you saw him type of produce those words what your first thought was oh blank i knew it i always knew it what did you I know i knew it i knew he had it in him i knew he was in there i i never doubted that he just was trapped inside a body that wasn't working for him and the way that he wanted it to. And I just, I knew it. I just knew it. And and I thought, finally, after all that we have done and all that we have been through and just, this is, our life is, our lives are forever changed. Because you found I a conduit. It. I knew it. Right. And it, it just, it, it, like I said, I'm still struggling to find the words for all of it because it's so, it's mind blowing and it's mind bending and it, it's, Ah, just people aren't, I, I, people aren't going to believe it. I mean, it's, and it's, it's like, I have this, we've got to show them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Jacob, we've got to show them. How do we show them? How do yeah. we, how do we do this? You know? It's like you're at the top of the mountain and you're like, we gotta, we gotta keep going. I know. And, and, and see, here's, like, and here's where it gets really hard is what we did out there is going to take us a long time here to, to replicate that. To do it on the day Because I'm not. The pro. I have so much to learn. I mean, to look at it, it looks like, oh, well, you know, well, all it took was a keyboard and an iPad. No. No, it's it's way more. <laughs> no. than, and that's what you mean when you say it's way more involved and complicated. Way than that. more involved and complicated. And I have to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and Jacob knows that. I mean, that was something that he typed at the very end. He says, you're not going to be able to check in with me yet. You know, so he knows that. Well, he also he said yet, which yeah, means it's, yeah. it, you're, it's open. Oh, he so knows. You, you got to do the work. And he wants to do it. Yeah. And he wants yeah. to. Well, yeah, because I, it, it, I've i got 8 million questions. Oh, for sure. That I want. Not you. I got 22 what? years worth of questions, yeah. right? And it would be so hard when we were sitting there because he'd answer one question and I'd be like, I'd be <laughs> like following up, following up, following up, right? And so there were just a couple of really big topics that we covered while we were out there. And food was one of them because he's been a very picky eater forever. And he told us on day one that he wanted to try new foods. And we're like, okay, how do we help support you? How do we do that? And he told us. So we did that. And in a week's time, he ate 43 new foods. Which is incredible because this is a kid that just, he didn't eat hardly anything. (laughs) For years, he ate four foods. Yeah. And then we eventually got him to expand it, I don't know, probably 15 or 20. And the, But he would eat the same but thing so every like day the crackers, for brunch. The oh, waffles, yeah. The, oh, yeah. yeah. What he has for snack every day Which is, is the same. What he has for breakfast is the same, you know, with slight varieties, but same, same, same every day. And he says, I, I'm, he says, I, it gets very boring, gets old, eating the same stuff all the time. But his body is so in a routine and just, does it. In an impulsive way of doing things that he cannot break the loop of it happening. But we've cracked that nut. Mm-hmm. We know what to do. He ate Chipotle last night. Does he say he ate Chipotle last night? Does he wow. say that he likes it though? Like, will he be able to verbalize <laughs> no. to you like, Mom, no, I love this? But because nice. that's the mind-body disconnect, yeah. right? Right. And right. that's what is so messed up. I, it's, it's it's so challenging. It's like I have two sons. I have his mind. And I have his body and I have to treat the two differently. Mm-hmm. When his mind is talking to me, I know that that is his truth. When his body is talking to me, I know there's a really good chance that's a lie. That that's not what he really 
wants or means or or thinks. Yeah, yeah. Wow. it's and that wild. is that is symptomatic for a lot of people who live with autism. Is that mind body conflict? It's called apraxia. Yes, and what's what's crazy about this is that is very often a diagnosis that goes along with autism. But it's kind of like, yes, your child has autism and apraxia. This is how we're going to deal with the autism. It's like they don't even really. There's not so the apraxia enough focus aspect of it gets lost on people. Yes, yes. But it's it's key. It's very it significant. Is huge. Yeah. Huge. So anyway, I mean, I've got tons of stuff about this on the cards by. If you, if you don't follow Jacob's business page on Facebook, Cards by Jacob, I've written a ton about, and and I have video of him doing this there it's fast i mean you're gonna watch a four minute video for him to get out four words but it's mind-blowing wow it's just fascinating so anyway reason i brought it up now is one of the questions that we asked him was what is your dream job okay and he he typed i have it and I'm like, he, he said what? He said I, I have, have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. And I'm like, okay. Well, you have two. You have your mail pickup service that you do yeah. at the farm, and you have you know cards, cards by Jacob. And, he, and I'm like, which one? And he types cards. So I said, well, which part of the job is your favorite? And I'm sitting here thinking it's designing the cards, coloring the cards, it's shooting the commercials. I know where this is going. That look like fun, right? Yeah. And you think you know where this is going. He says packaging. Hmm. Now I knew that he loved to tape envelopes shut, you know, and put put the labels on the envelopes. So I always that was my assumption, right? Mm-hmm. He likes taping them up. He thinks that's fun. Oh, what an underestimation on my part. I said, why? He writes, helping send smiles. Oh. God. And hey, you're bawling. Right? I'm like, like whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, wow. How sweet All right. is that? All right. So now I have Is that you why know. he always writes thank you for being my friend? Yes. Because every single time that I read that on anything that he sends me, I'm always like, what an amazing little thing for him to say. I know. Ugh. I know. So now I know for sure. And so now I know I got to. Um, I'm going to step up this card game, I step up this card game. Aww. Can't walk away now. No. I'm <laughs> fully in invested. Yeah. So it was great to hear that because yeah. I have comfort. And now I know what to do. Now I know what to do. So how are it's you great. going to engage his like packaging career now? Are you gonna- all of it? Well, we we are you know we got to crank out more product. Yeah, I've got to you know get a because right now we're just on Etsy. You know he's got a little mm-hmm. shop on Etsy, right? And we're going to do some craft shows. We're going to be at the holiday market yeah, yeah. this year, which is going to be nuts. But we need to you know got work to do. But I production. mean, my That's God, great. you know, dream job. That's he's great. got it. Yeah. I love that. Well, yeah. you, you wish that for your kid, oh, right? Oh, God, you know, yes. You want them to feel fulfilled and happy and have a sense of purpose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So, super cool. I'm That's glad awesome. all of that went so well for you. That's awesome. It's just mind-blowing. Yeah. Well, I know that was the Cliff Notes version, but I can't wait to get into the nitty gritty because that's mind blowing. It is. That's fascinating. It is. It really is. And there's a big, there's a pretty big spelling community here in Cincinnati. There are, uh, you know, there are a lot of people doing it. There's this great movie that we had at the the film festival, the OTR International Film Festival, 
which you can find called Spellers the Movie. And, um, yeah, you can learn a lot about it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, coming up, we got a bunch of other stuff to cover as well, including why you should be eating burgers upside down and how beer goggles are actually a myth. All kinds of stuff we're learning today. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson here with your traffic. You ever had one too many drinks and yes. gone home with an, <laughs> oh, let's just say, unfortunate looking person? Stop. <laughs> Tim had a couple of Not your typical type. <laughs> not your typical type. Yeah, maybe not that? your typical type. <laughs> the idea that alcohol makes ugly people attractive beer goggling beer goggling may not be true after all does it just lower your standards i uh, isn't that what beer goggling is <laughs> no, i'm just or is beer goggling is beer goggling more you think they're more attractive than they turn out to be you don't look that bad. <laughs> yeah, but is it just look? She's hot. You know, that- <laughs> I'm beginning to look at you in a slightly different way. <laughs> but is it just looks or is it their attitude? I too? actually never really noticed. She got really pretty eyes. Well, beer goggles, I would say that was strictly just looks. looks. More yeah. looks, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes if I'm really drunk, I think you're way funnier than you really are. Yeah. A new study found that beer goggles might just be a myth. Because previous studies have had volunteers look at random photos and rate how attractive people were. And those studies did find that we see people as hotter if we've had a few drinks. Yeah. (laughs) The new study has added a wrinkle to that, however. This time, it was closer to the actual experience of being a single person at a bar. And volunteers were told... They'd be meeting the people in the photos. Okay. And for whatever reason, that made a difference. Being sober or drunk didn't matter. They rated people's looks the same either way. Huh. The study did find there's another term we use that is pretty accurate, though. Alcohol really can be like liquid courage. Mm, for sure. Oh, my God, yeah. After rating the photos... <laughs> Volunteers were asked to volunteers were asked to pick the people they wanted to meet in person. And after a few drinks, they were almost twice as likely to choose the ones they'd rated as being the hottest. In other words, we're definitely more likely to walk right up and shoot our oh, shot if we've had a shot or two. You betcha. Have you done that before, Jeff? Yes. Taken a couple of shots and said, now I'm gonna go talk to her. Woo! Well, listen. You know, I'm coming from a different school of thought here because I'm like, what do I have to lose? Nothing. See, that's always been you. You that's yeah. You you learned that lesson young. So I think if she says beat it, who, so what? Who cares? Right. Next, because the what no means next. Right. So walking down the beach, what's that? What what do you like to oh, say? Yeah. Yeah, walk down a <laughs> beach. Walk down the beach. Ask ten beautiful women to go out with you. Hey, if nine out of ten says no, they're still the one. <laughs> that's a good analogy. The one that says yes. <laughs> That's all you need. You just need one, right? Uh-huh. Do you think that's the same for women, Jen? Do you look like when you were growing up, dating, et cetera, would you be like, I can't talk to him. He's way too hot. I would get kind of shy and nervous, but definitely alcohol. I mean, I walked up to Derek Jeter in a bar once. Oh, yeah. Drunk. <laughs> 
Yeah. Drunk ain't the word for it. <laughs> Intoxicated a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I didn't stay long, but I said a few things. I yeah. always felt like you were you What were did you really say, Jack? You go to though. 10 different bars and ask 10 Major League Baseball players yeah. to go out. Did you ask him <laughs> to go out with I, you? He was standing there with Daryl Strawberry. Um <laughs> <laughs> What a pair. I know. Oh, this my is crazy. No, I did not ask him to get. This was right after he broke it up with Mariah Carey. I think oh. you propositioned the wrong guy. <laughs> I'd have had better you luck. I'd have had better success. With Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> I forgot. Oh. That was fun. Yeah. There were a lot of players there that night. What did you say to him, though? Oh, something about how he, how he wore those pinstripe pants. Yes. Yeah. I can still see it. I know. In my head. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of reaction were you hoping for when you said that? Oh, I, I had no plan. I just was, I was just, I had to say it. Yes. I had to say, I had to tell him that he could yeah. do better than Mariah Carey. And, and that, I'm right here. Honey. And I'm here. I'll be right over there. I think the thing, though, with, like, women approaching men, like, if we've had one too many to drink, the confidence is just off the charts. Oh, yeah. Our shoulders go back. Yes. Our chest goes the out. Boobs. We start you walking the, the way. Hair, oh, the lady. hair. They're just, it's like this immediate stance yeah. that just overtakes you. Mm -hmm. And you just, mm. You're like, I don't care if you're Derek Jeter. And I'm it's like, tell you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to ooze sex. That's all I'm going to do is what it feels like from the inside and out. Oh, boy, do ya. Yep. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So, right now, you're sober. Yes. What do you say we call Derek Jeter? <laughs> yes, let's call DJ. That's right. You have his phone number. And just take your shot. No, I can't sober. It's 8.15 in the morning. I, I got some shots I can't now. He's, isn't he married with children now? He oh, was. Man. I did that because he was single. Wait, I do have some alcohol up here. <laughs> Would that help? I'm calling him. Calling Derek Jeter. <laughs> Jen's going to apologize for being rude to I him am. at the bar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll apologize. Yeah. So DJ can't come to the phone. Leave me a message. Please leave your message after the tone. Press one to send a numeric page. I'll record your message at the tone. Hi, Derek. This is Jen Jordan. I met you back in 1994 at Stormont's Palace. <laughs> In Clearwater, Florida. I'm sure you remember me. I was working at the Power Pig at the time, uh, DJ there, and I talked to you about your pinstripe pants, how good you looked in them, and how you could do way better than Mariah Carey. <gasps> While I still stand by both those statements, I wanted to let you know that what I did and what I said was completely and totally inappropriate, and I wanted to apologize for that. And as a footnote, I am single and available if you would like to reach Oh, man. Oh, we you ran out of time. We should have left a Damn. numeric page. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 513. You got Daryl Strawberry's number? I don't have Daryl Strawberry. DJ and BS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that what, is that, is that how he goes? Like, like my real friends call me DJ. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, when you leave that on your outgoing message, that's affirmative. Yeah. yeah, buddy. DJ. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you got part of the message. Hey, yeah, that's good. Cute. Great. <laughs> I knew he wouldn't answer. It's early. He'll Who have that voicemail forever. He's probably in Bora Bora. God His only knows. Wife is going through his voicemail. Yeah, no kidding. Who he's, that? He's Who retired. 
So it's, you know, he's got to sleep in a touch. Yeah. Yeah. So look at that. Beer goggles are a mess. <laughs> Anyone out there got a unique first name? And There's a lot of them out there. Is it And is it a blessing or a curse? I guess it depends on how old you are. Like, I know kids who... You know, when they were little, maybe they, they hated it because they just wanted to be, quote-unquote, normal, like a normal kid with a normal name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then as they got older, they they began to grasp, accept, embrace the uniqueness of it, and mm-hmm. now love it as adults. Yeah. Someone went through the Social Security Administration's official list of baby names from last year, and Cherry picked the weirdest ones. <laughs> yeah. And each name was given to at least one baby in 2022. But not more than 10. Okay. Here are the highlights. Weirdest girls' names include Minnow. Okay. I kind of like that. Minnow? It's kind of like Meadow and Willow. Minnow. Yeah. She'll grow up and she'll be a carp. (laughs) Banksy. Banksy? Like the artist. Okay. Delight. Hmm. Katniss. Like the Hunger Games Katniss character. Everdeen. Mm-hmm. Sparkle. Sparkle. I like that. She'll be a stripper. <laughs> I thought it. <laughs> Menorah. Canary. Canary. Bethlehem. Okay. Oh, I like Bethlehem. Let's call her Beth. I'm sure. Chai. Is in chai tea? Yep. Oh, look, strawberry. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and finally, Cinderella. Cinderella. Was Cinderella's, her name was Ella, right? And they just added the cinder to be mean? Cinderella? I don't think so. she was dirty? No, uh, if you watch the movie, the mean stepmom t- calls her Cinderella from Jump. Gotcha. I don't know. But what was like her given name, her birth name? I thought it was Ella. I don't know. I didn't know that. The boys list is equally odd. Barley. I love a good beef barley soup. Let's name the kid the yeah. after the grain. Dragon. I actually know a guy named Dragon. That's he, pretty cool. He lives in the Netherlands. He's actually a French guy who lives in the Netherlands. But, but do you pronounce it dragon or something weird? Yeah, or they I call think him you dragon. Do, but it's, it's spelled all dragon. All his American friends call him Dragon. Okay. Is that his given name? Like his real name? Birth name? Right? That's I cool. assume. Texas, how about that for a boy's name? Texas. Texas. Come on over, Tex. Yeah. Don't mess with Texas. That surprises me that that's so few. Yeah. I feel like that would be at least up in the 30s. Oh, yeah. Fender. Oh, boy. Fender. Oh, like the guitar? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You thought of a guitar. I thought of a side of a Buick. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like, you know, a Fender, like a yeah. Fender guitar. That would that's cool. what I thought, too. Guitar. Guitar? Uh, how about this guy's name is Clever. Oh, that's cute. What if he's not? How clever is that? How do you pronounce this name from The Handmaid's Tale? Gilead? Oh, Gilead. Gilead. Mm-hmm. That's the name of their, like, made-up society. Members of Gilead. Gotcha. That's a boy's name? That's not a very good boy's name. Mm-hmm. Cotton. Rooster. Oh, Rooster. I met a yeah. guy named Rooster. Maverick. He went to Eastern Kentucky, played football there. They called him Rooster. Matthew McConaughey. Lives in Dry Ridge. Wow. He has a brother named Rooster, Matthew McConaughey. Huh. How about this for a first name? Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Chaos is my first name. He's oh, performing God. with Sparkle up on the center stage. Yes. <laughs> He's the DJ. Chaos and Sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> him and Ruckus. 
Oh, that's funny. Uh, his name is Crashed. That's a kind of a cool first name, Crash. Yeah. Forbes, that's kind of cool. That's mm-hmm. kind of like, he comes from old money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lancelot. And finally, just the word awesome. Awesome. Because well, his parents were California hippies. We got somebody down the hall who has a daughter's middle name is awesome. Yeah, I was awesome. Gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I have to tell you guys a quick funny story. We had um, a cheer game on Sunday morning. And what they do is, right, at halftime, they take the little sheet up to the announcer and they announce all the cheerleaders' names so that they can be like, you know, they'll be like, Jen Jordan, and you're like, yay, that's Mm -hmm. me, and you Mm -hmm. do a little thing. The announcer called Penelope Penelope. Oh. (laughs) That's how he said her name. Penelope Fitter. Penelope. Penelope. I was like. What, what just happened? And she didn't even jump. She didn't even know it was her name. She was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they skipped me, Mom. They skipped me, Mom. <laughs> it's Penelope. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, I had a music teacher who, for years, I thought her name was Penelope, not realizing that. <laughs> That's how you spell Penelope. You need well, to put an E on the end of it. I wonder if an E on the end would help it's people. P E N E L O P E. Yeah, but P-E-Y, I mean Y. Uh, I mean Y, Penelope. Oh, yeah, gotcha. With a Y at the end. That's just Daryl up in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> he, did, he don't know no better. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, coming up, your shot at $1,000. Another round of the 1K letter of the day. Next. <laughs> new two Bretts growing up as a kid. Brett Ramsey <laughs> and Brett Clemmer. I had Brett Beam. Yeah. And I know there was another I, Brett, but I can't remember I the last I have none name. of those. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not you. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, I don't, I mean, is that a popular name now? Like, are people naming are their Are there kids? a lot of Bretts? I know a Brett works for Park Place Flooring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you I'm know? from Canton, so, and I don't know any other Bretts, honestly. So. Wow. <laughs> How unique and special are you, Brett? What's, yes. your, what's your My middle mom name? I would say the same thing. Yeah. Gregory. <laughs> Brett Gregory. I like it. Yep. All right. That'll Brett work. Gregory. Is Brett ever short for anything? Or are you just always named Brett? Brettston. <laughs> named Brett. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So this is, these are the rules, Brett. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day that Jeff's about to reveal. If you can do okay. that without repeating any of your answers, you will win. The key to winning is to pass quickly. Don't sit up in okay. any, yeah, if you don't have an answer right away, just pass. And we'll come back okay. around to it, okay? All right. All right. See what you got here. Oh, got the letter J, as in Ugh. Jeff. It's in Jeffrey. Jen. Yep. Yeah, yep. Okay. J, J, J. It's a good letter. You can do you it. You can work with J. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Yep, I'm looking at the answers. You got it. <laughs> You're coming okay. up questions. You, you got answers. Yeah, I got answers. Okay. All right. If Jen can do it, you can do it. <laughs> That's the truth. Okay. <laughs> you got 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go with the letter J. Name something you buy at a flea market. Pass. Something blue. Pass. Something you pop. Jelly. An art supply. Uh, jelly markers. A snack. Uh, pass. A decoration. A Better. July flag. An office supply. 
task. Something. Gag <laughs> on it. Yeah, it was it's a hard. lot harder, Brett. Something you buy at a flea market, junk. junk. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that would have been the obvious answer, but that's a lot harder. I listen to it every day, and that is a lot harder than you think. Yes. Mm-hmm. No question. On the spot is different. What was your number two? I wrote down J30. Oh, I went, I went with the, the Infinity J car. Or a yeah, Jaguar. Yeah, yeah. Or Jaguar yeah. would have worked. Uh, a Jetta. Right. Jetta, yeah. Yeah. Um, a snack, you could have, even though you used the word jelly, you actually could have used jelly bean as I a of snack. That. Yeah. Or jalapenos. That True. That was another one I was sure, thinking. Sure, why not? Jalapeno puppers. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but not the easiest letter. It's no. also your first time, though. So, I mean, next time that you got, you know, you got those little jitters out, you can just come on in. Sure. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, people do. If people get through a second time, they do tend to do better. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If they get when they get another shot, you in. get a better letter. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, buddy. Bye. Bye. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah. Have, have a great one. rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash Fly Healthy.